Welcome to the Two Witnesses Podcast, where your hosts, Michael and Caleb, journey through the story of the Bible, seeking a better understanding of God's Word and the spiritual war that rages all around us. Hello, and welcome to Episode 9 of the Two Witnesses Podcast. I'm Michael. And I'm Caleb. And so today we get back to our regular reading of the Bible. Yes. Back to, uh, what is it, Genesis chapter 7? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we went over chapter 6 last time. Yep. So now the uh, the floodwaters come down. Yes. Yeah. All right, chapter 7. Would you like to read or do you want me to? Let's see. Uh, you read chapter 6, didn't you? Yeah. No, my turn. Okay, Uh, I'll pray then. All right. Okay. Dear God, um, Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for this time that you've given us to uh, be able to catch up on the podcast, God. We pray that all of our viewers have understanding as we go through the Bible, and that you help us understand the Bible, that we may rightly divide it and um, speak truth, God. Lord, we just love you so much. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, we apologize for the lateness of these episodes coming out because we didn't get a chance to do it on Sunday. Yeah. Philip's fault. Philip's fault. All Philip's fault. Definitely. Yep. It was his birthday on Sunday. Yeah. We went to the dinner thing and we went to his party after church, so. Yep. We had no time. Yep. Full day. Yeah. Philip's fault. Yep, Philip's fault. All right. <laughs> now that we've thoroughly blamed Philip for everything, including world hunger. My <laughs> 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 uh. <I> bad. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Okay. Then the Lord said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and all your household. For I have seen that you are righteous before me in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of all clean animals, the male and his mate, and a pair of the animals that are not clean, the male and his mate, and seven pairs of the birds of the heaven also, male and female, to keep their offspring alive on the face of all the earth. For in seven days I will send rain on the earth, forty days and forty nights, and every living thing that I have made I will blot out from the face of the ground." And Noah did all that the Lord had commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters came upon the earth. I have something to say. Hmm. This doesn't exactly go with the story, but it kind of uses examples from the story. Okay, what it just said, male and female, uh, in order to keep the offspring going, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is just a thought. <clears throat> okay, have you ever thought about the fact... That if gayness is so right, if everybody was gay, the human race would go extinct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't think you ever really see it in nature either, like yeah, among the no, beasts. You don't, really. Yeah. Um, so now here's something interesting. Um, uh, so, based on a couple things, one thing is that uh, Noah was 600 years old when he went into the ark... And he's 601 when he comes out. 
they've actually been able to figure out based on that when his birthday was, or so they think anyway. Okay. And they're pretty sure that his birthday is the uh, the Jewish New Year. I think it's Rosh Hashanah, okay. which takes place roughly in September. All right. Now, I don't remember... Have you ever seen the uh, the Star of Bethlehem video where the guy talks about like the, the constellations and what he thinks the Star of Bethlehem actually was? I have not, no. Okay, so... Um, you know how in Revelation it talks about the woman clothed with the sun? Yes. Well, that constellation, Virgo, the woman, the virgin, uh, for nine months um, back in like 3 BC, had the sun in the center of the constellation, along with Leo the lion. There were 12 stars around her head. I forget which 12. And the moon was at her feet. Okay. At the feet of the constellation. Which is the, const- which is the uh, sign in the heavens that was described in uh, Revelation. And so this guy, is, he thinks that that's actually what the star of Bethlehem was. was it was a, uh, an alignment of constellations. It wasn't just one star. It was an alignment of constellations. The woman clothed with the sun, with the moon at her feet, and... The stars, the crown of stars around her head. So, if you go back in software and look at when this occurred, uh, I want to say it's Jupiter, the king planet, leaves the center of uh, Virgo, the Vir- constellation Virgo, on September 11th, 3 BC. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, sorry. That's cool, bro. Yeah. Um, wait, uh, so is the Star of Bethlehem in the Bible, is it capital S or lowercase s? Uh, I think that'd be a trans a translator's choice, and I'm not sure. Okay. Because um, if the original was capital S, then that's the name of something. It doesn't necessarily mean one star. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, that's what I was getting at. But... But so here's the thing. 3 BC. Do you know what day Rosh Hashanah fell on? 3 BC. In, in the year 3 BC, do you know what day? Oh, my bad. <laughs> do you Sorry. know what? <laughs> no, I don't. September 11th. Oh, that's... 9-11. Conspiracy yes. theory. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> but here's the thing, okay? According to Jewish tradition, Noah was born on the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah. Okay. And based on this guy's figures, Jesus was probably born on Rosh Hashanah. Okay. Same day. Um, and so, th- there is a belief that Noah and Jesus were both born on the same day of the Jewish year. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, but like you brought up 9-11. And it would not surprise me if Satan did something terrible on Jesus' actual birthday. Just to get back it. You know? <laughs> that is very weird. That's, yeah. That's, that's highly coincidental. <laughs> but then again, 
I'm not a coincidence theorist. Yeah, that's my point. Uh, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, we apologize if we sound a little off today because we're both kind of sick yeah. and tired. And we're in a weird situation because Caleb's family is sick, so we're not in the place where we normally record. Yep. We're in a bedroom. Yeah, we're sitting in my bedroom. Very cords all over the place. Yep. I'm sitting on the bed. Very mm-hmm. messy. All right. <laughs> and Sorry. back to the Bible. Okay, back to the Bible. <laughs> uh, Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters came upon the earth. And Noah and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him went into the ark to escape the waters of the flood, of clean animals and of animals that are not clean, and of birds and of everything that creeps on the ground, two and two, male and female, went into the ark with Noah, as God had commanded Noah. And after seven days, the waters of the flood came upon the earth. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on that day, all of the fountains of the deep burst forth, and the windows of the heavens were opened. Uh, notice that we're given very specific dates. And, yeah. you know, it's the second month on the 17th day of the month. Does that mean February 17th? Or no, does that mean the, the second month of his... Uh, his his uh, 600th year? Yeah. Uh, it would not be our February. This would be the second month of the Jewish calendar. Yeah. Which oh, is oh my God. which is different. I suck with culture. I'm sorry. Yeah. They were not going by the Julian calendar 2,000 years before Julius Caesar existed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. They actually still don't. They go by their own calendar. Yeah. Okay. Um, My bad. Yeah. And I don't know enough about their stuff to actually be able to tell you what month that was and what it corresponded to with ours. I want to say that that would be like December-ish. Okay. Um, Because I know that the first month is right around September. They have a lunar calendar, so it doesn't always exactly match up. Yeah. Uh, It changes. But I want to say it's like September-ish for the first month, which would mean we'd be looking at, that'd be October, October, November-ish. Okay. So we're looking at basically fall for our half of the world anyway. Yeah. Um, all On that day, all of the fountains of the great deep burst forth and the windows of the heavens were opened and rain fell upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. That's a long time. Yes, it is. That's a really long storm. Yeah. So very long storm it's probably like pouring too oh yeah Not oh yeah just, it wasn't just sprinkling it was yeah. like cataclysmic yeah <laughs> yeah um i forget where i heard it but there was someone talking about how a lot of times when you see the flood it's just like you know it's just rainstorm and the water is just rising really you're looking at something that would be like cataclysmic like tidal waves all over the place. Yeah. You know, because, um, I mean, like, the Grand Canyon was probably formed during this. You know? Mm-hmm. And only, uh, only a year, right? Because the waters had to subside afterward. Yeah, let's see. So, uh, if we jump down to, so, the Ark came to rest in the seventh month, on the seventeenth day of the month, so exactly five months later. Okay, so five months altogether since the flood started was when the ark came to rest on 
the mountains of Ararat. Oh, no, no. Actually, you know what? I'm going on a sidetrack. Okay. 40 days and 40 nights, water um, water was raining, or like mm. coming down from the sky, and mm-hmm. tidal waves and stuff like that. If the Grand Canyon was formed, think about how long scientists say that, that streams, it takes streams in rock beds to form. Mm-hmm. They say it takes thousands of years for streams. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and that's, that's, uh, that's about, or that, that's, uh, that's what regular pouring rainfall would do. So mm-hmm. picture this in 40 days creating a canyon, the well, biggest one in the world. Well, here's the thing. So, you know, the river in the bottom of the Grand Canyon uh, yeah. Uh, at the moment, I cannot remember what it's called. But anyway, in order to form the Grand Canyon, that river would have had to flow uphill for several thousands of years because the top of the Grand Canyon is higher than the source of the river. <laughs> <laughs> so the river flowed uphill yeah. for thousands of years until it finally wore the canyon down to the point where it was actually going downhill. Yeah, assuming it was formed as scientists say it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but here's the other cool thing. So, uh, you know Mount St. Helens? Yes. They have a video of someone who was in a helicopter videotaping the eruption, right? Yeah. And there was actually a miniature Grand Canyon formed in like ten minutes because the volcanic ash blocked a river. Okay, the mud and the ash blocked part of a river. The river backed up. And then tore through the soft dirt and mud and ash and created a grand can- a miniature Grand Canyon in like 10 minutes. That's awesome. Because the dirt was soft. Yeah. And so and here you have a situation where you've got like a, a, a dam that formed during the flood and then the waters kept filling up and then all of a sudden they break through. And now they've got a way to go out so they don't need to break any more of it down. Mm-hmm. And then it solidifies. It turns hard. Imagine that with uh, the Grand Canyon, since it's rock, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the water still did that, mm-hmm. and that was that was by power, not mm-hmm. by thousands oh. of years of little droplets running along and taking up molecules. And <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> sorry. And you know uh, what they call stratification, where uh, like it, no. you know how you have like the different rock layers. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you. Sorry, I Kay. didn't know the name. Yeah, well, yeah. it's called stratification because okay. you have different rock strata. Yeah. So, here's the thing. They, they talk about rock being, like, laid down over thousands of years. And yet, of course, simultaneously, the river is wearing the rock away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, here's the thing. You want to know how you get rock layers like that? How? You put dirt. Action. No, no. No. You put dirt and water into a jar. You swirl it around, and when the dirt settles... It the will stratify. More dense, the more dense will exactly. float to the bottom, and the less dense will float to the top, and it'll show levels. Exactly. So, so that's literally what happened on the Earth. Imagine the Earth being stuck in a jar with a bunch of dirt, or no, 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 with it stuck in a jar with water, and then shaken up, and you look at the Earth, and it and forms then the it layers. settles, and it forms the layers, yeah. and then the water drains. As it's draining, it creates the Grand Canyon. So stupid, people. People make fun of the Bible by, um, like, when we say things were caused by spiritual, they'll give the, the, uh, natural, um, or the, the, uh, 
naturalistic the physical yeah the physical answer to it mm. and saying that that wasn't spiritual mm-hmm. and just saying that the Bible isn't scientific in general is just absurd. Look at that. That is more. Uh, that is the most evidence I've ever seen for something like that than any scientist have, has ever given mm-hmm. me. Yeah. I, I've never heard more ev- ev- more evidence for. Um, anything against the flood rather than for the flood mm-hmm. because all natural events the things that we have on earth now you can see the evidence of the flood mm-hmm. where you can't not see the evidence of like, like i don't know i'm kind of going to rabbit trail but you, you yeah understand. yeah yeah yep so um let's see what is that um so we're 12 verses in now okay we're halfway in. oh we're halfway through cool nice Let's see. On the very same day, so this would be the day that the uh, the floodwaters came down, Noah and his sons, Shem and Ham and Japheth, and Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons with them, entered the ark, they and every beast according to its kind. There's a phrase again. According, according to, to its, its kind. kind. Hmm. I wonder if that's important. Yeah. <laughs> Suck hmm. on that evolution. <laughs> <laughs> and all the livestock, according to their kinds, and everything that creeps on the earth, according to its kind, and every bird, according a, to its we kind. We should get a soundboard, and every time something in the Bible says according to its kind, we just play the same thing. Uh, I think we'll according p- to its kind, or something like, <laughs> some, like little jingle or something. Uh, we, I think we gotta set up a sound soundboard. I'm tell- that'd be great. Like. Cut this. Okay. But we need to set up a soundboard because it would be funny, and we could be serious, but also have a little bit of humor in there because mm-hmm. we're more we're younger podcast, mm-hmm. and we're not the sixty-year-old guys that are just being serious. The whole like I don't know. I I think it'd be great. <laughs> I think our viewers would find it hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. Where was I? Right. Every bird according to its kind. Every winged creature. They went into the ark with Noah, two and two of all flesh, in which there was the breath of life. And those that entered, male and female of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him. And the Lord shut him in. The Lord shut him in. Yeah. What did he just like slam the door shut on him? Did he show up? And he's like, all right, Noah, thank you for doing... No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Do you think he sealed the door somehow? Well, usually the depictions that I've seen usually show either angels or basically, you know, the hand of God himself closing the door of the ark. Mm-hmm. I think there are some trans- Bible translations that actually say that... Uh, the Lord closed the door or shut the door. Uh-huh. But anyway, the flood continued 40 days on the earth. The waters increased and bore up the ark and it rose high above the earth. The waters prevailed and increased greatly on the earth and the ark floated on the face of the waters like it was designed to do. <laughs> uh. And the waters prevailed so mightily on the earth that all the high mountains under the whole heaven were covered. The waters prevailed above the mountains, covering them 15 cubits deep. 15 cubits. 15 cubits. I think a cubit is a foot and a half. About Roughly. 18 inches. So 15 
Um, that's 15 feet plus. So that's, that's about 23 feet about above the mountains. Yeah. So whatever, the tallest mountain you can think of. Mount Everest. Mount Everest, 23 feet above that Mm -hmm. in water. Yeah. So that means elevations Mm -hmm. of the water was like 5,000, 6,000 feet, right? Yeah. And some people have theorized that the reason that it covered the mountains that deep was because that that was uh, deeper than the tallest giant. Mm-hmm. And so they couldn't just stand on the top of the mountain and have their head above water. Yeah. And then after 150 days, even they would sink and drown. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I totally missed what you were saying. Okay. Like giants, like Nephilim. Yes, the Nephilim. Oh, that's cool. Okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, because that was one of the biggest reasons that God brought the flood was because of the corruption that the Nephilim were causing on the earth. Where did it say that, though? I know it said corruption, but was it talking about the Nephilim, or...? Okay, I shouldn't... I guess that's one of the assumptions that people have come to, because, you know, obviously there was something so terrible going on on the earth that God actually had to wipe out everything on the earth Mm -hmm. and so the belief is that it's because of the nephilim and the uh, genetic mixing of kinds that they were creating that he destroyed them and everything else that was in the world Uh, because if you if like if you read the book of first enoch one of the things that it says the giants did was they were actually mixing different kinds of animals which is why he had to destroy all of the animals as well as the humans. Um, let's see. And all flesh died that moved on the earth. Birds, livestock, beasts, all swarming creatures that swarm on the earth, and all mankind. Everything on the dry land in whose nostrils was the breath of life died. He blotted out every living thing that was on the face of the ground, man and animals, and creeping thing, and birds of the heavens. They were blotted out from the earth. Only Noah was left, and those who were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed on the earth 150 days. So about half a year. Yep. Yep. And... Shoutouts. You got anything? Aside from the Narnia play, which is coming up in... One week, which, by the way, means that uh, not this coming week. So, like, not episodes. Uh, let's see, that'd Ten, be uh, 11. no eleven and twelve episodes. Eleven and twelve, not episodes eleven and twelve. Oh yeah, because okay. yeah. Uh, so we're recording episodes nine and ten right now. Yeah, and next Sunday. If all goes well, we will record episodes 11 and 12, but the next week will be the play, and so episodes 13 and 14 will probably not come out that week, but will instead come out the following week. Okay. So, But somewhere, anyway, somewhere in the next couple of weeks, we will not have an episode coming out. Yeah. Just because of the play, and 
That's going to be insanity, but fun, fun, fun. Now we have Pastor Kim's uh, podcast, right? Transformed Life. And what I've started doing is I've got a page on our website, which is the two witnesses podcast.wordpress.com. I've got a page on our website specifically for our shout outs. So that way I don't have to keep typing them into the episode descriptions (laughs) on the website. Yeah. I'm just putting it in. I'm just going, okay, check out the shout outs here. (laughs) And all of them are there. And uh, so yeah, check out the website. Seriously, people check out the website. We aren't getting enough traffic on the website. Check out the website. I put a lot of work into that place. <laughs> in, in case Michael didn't stress the point enough, check out the website. Yeah, check out the website. Just check it out, guys. Just, it's cool. Just, just go online, okay? I don't care if you have internet or not. Find a way. Type in twowitnesspodcast.wordpress.com, okay? And go check out the website because Michael put on I put in a lot of work. And if you want to be continually subscribers to our uh, podcast go check out the website or you're gonna get booted <laughs> I don't think we can do that but okay oh, dang it. <laughs> um, we should make a button on the website that says you're out or something like that where we just press the button no no we, we have a list of our viewers right mm-hmm. and then by their name it says boot and if we want them to stop listening we just press the button and it just sends them an email that you can no longer <laughs> listen to the podcast. It's <laughs> uh, cruel, That would Caleb. be funny, man. be funny, but <laughs> still cruel. Um, <coughs> well, they didn't yeah. check out the website, though. Yeah, they do. Because I put stuff up there. Um, so things like uh, articles that you can reference that talk more about what we're talking about. Um, assuming I find good stuff. Anyway, yeah, I put I try to put some cool stuff on there, um, and yeah, check it out. Don't let all my work go to waste. Or you'll get the boot. Yeah, and let's see what else we got. Um, prayer. 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 Uh, Lord, thank you so much for this time that Caleb and I were able to spend together going through your word. Uh, Thank you for the tools and the technology that you've given us to allow us to do this. Um, Thank you. Thank you especially for your word that has been preserved for us. This history um, that's been preserved for thousands and thousands of years and miraculously so. Um, thank you so much for that, Lord. Uh, be with Caleb and I as we're both sick. Be with our friends who are sick. Um, be with our listeners and comfort those that are going through emotionally difficult times and spiritually difficult times. Um, be with those of us who live in countries where where being followers of Christ is a threat to our lives. Caleb and I are both blessed to live in a country where that is not the case. The persecution we endure here in America is minuscule compared to 
what some of our brothers and sisters in China, in Iran, in the Middle East are going through. Be with them, Lord. And thank you for their faith. Jesus, now I pray. Amen. Amen. Next time on the Two Witnesses Podcast, the water subside from off the earth. Will humanity survive to repopulate it? Or will we all die out? Thank you for listening to our podcast, and we pray that God has used this to touch you in some way. We hope that you will join us next week as we continue our journey through the Bible.